Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Record today on C103. Text or WhatsApp Patricia with your comment. 086 103 103. And Jane Pickett of the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, our resident vet, are joining us. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you are very welcome. Let's get straight into questions. And firstly, Breda in Mallow has sent us an update on the feral kittens. Remember the feral kittens a number of weeks ago that she she took in? Okay, her update is they are now inside and making slow progress but seem happy out. They ventured downstairs when the house is quiet, usually after 7pm in the evening. Even though the bedroom door, which is where their home is, is now wide open, they don't come out until evening time. Now, they will run back upstairs if they get scared, if there's something loud on the television, for example example, they will run mm-hmm. away. But we're making good progress. Edwina is very good. Fluffy cat, still wild, but is definitely making slow progress. Well done, Breathe and Mallow. <laughs> and it will take time, won't it? <laughs> oh, it will. It will. And it sounds like they're making really good progress, to be totally honest. Yeah. I think our, our listener is doing exactly the right things, giving them lots of space, giving them a gentle introduction to the house, leaving them be when they're a little bit worried. It sounds like these kittens have like firmly decided that where they were kept initially is their safe place, which is really great because that's what they need when they're adapting to a new situation is somewhere to retreat to so that their little kitten brains can kind of process all of the new experiences that they're having um, and that they can feel really safe. So I think keep at it. It sounds like you'll be very successful. Okay, and Ray sent on a copy of a tweet, which I happened to see last night or the night before. He wants to know how common is this and it was actually a doctor somewhere up the country who posted this on what he called a mince pie warning. Our eight month old puppy Mm -hmm. has acute kidney failure after eating a mince pie. It was news to me that raisins, sultanas and grapes can be very toxic to dogs. Our Labrador swiped it off the table and the little fellow joined in in the feast just to alert dog owners and Ray one of our listeners says is that common? I wouldn't say it's common but I definitely encounter at least one or two a year. Um, and usually over Christmas time. So it's it's usually very sad. Um, The main problem with this is anything to do with grapes. So most dogs and cats won't try and eat raw grapes, but look, if they do, it's still a problem, but dried. So it kind of concentrates the toxin. So sultanas and raisins are the main problem. And that's in a lot of Christmas treats, as you can imagine. Mince pies are a major culprit. 
but let's say Christmas pudding, Christmas cake, anything like that, Stalin, anything with raisins, sultanas in it is a big problem. One of the trickiest things is is that um, we're all a little bit different with how toxic raisins and sultanas are. So it really depends on how much of it they eat, but also their relative size. So let's say um, a raisin or two could be a big deal for a very, very small dog, but um, let's say a very large, chunky Labrador, it, it might not cause them any problems. But what I would say is it, there's no kind of cutoff for what we know as vets is going to cause a problem or not. So the best thing to do is as soon as you notice that your pet has eaten anything with raisins or sertanas in it, give your vet a call to discuss it. It's most likely that they'll need you to come into the surgery ASAP so that action can be taken to try and limit the problem. The real tricky thing with um, raisins or sertanas is that it can cause acute kidney failure. And in many, many cases, um, even when handled perfectly, it can be fatal. So really time is of the essence of these things. This is not a kind of a situation I'd suggest sitting on for, let's say, six to 12 We've lost the line. Uh, apologies uh, there. Uh, OK, I can see John Paul is going to uh, get it uh, back up again. And in the case of, in the particular case that we're talking about, I think it's interesting that Jane says it depends on the size of the dog because obviously the Labrador who swiped it off the table is a bigger dog, wasn't having any problems but it was the smaller eight-month-old puppy, which obviously is a smaller dog. And that's the dog that ended up having uh, acute kidney uh, failure. So you've just got to be so, so uh, careful and make sure that, and Jane is right, uh, Raisin Sultanus, they're in all of our Christmas treats. So don't be leaving the Christmas cake lying around or even passing on, you know, just handing a dog a piece of uh, a Christmas cake or a plum pudding or, or whatever. OK, sorry, Jane, with t- tech issues there, we lost you. Yeah, I was just making the point that in the particular tweet, the, it was an eight-month-old puppy, whereas the Labrador probably was OK because it's a bigger dog, but the puppy would have been smaller. Yeah, OK, so just yeah, be careful. Just be careful. It's a good, good word of warning. Hi, uh, pet question, please. My spoilt little 13-year-old Chihuahua is delighted with his new jumper and he seems to spend a lot of time asleep in bed. He's actually snoring his head off. He, it's, he is hilarious since we're... But since wearing the Christmas jumper, I've noticed, could it be irritation from the jumper because he's rubbing off the couch as if he's issues. Now he doesn't, as if he's itchy. He doesn't have fleas. He doesn't mix with any other dogs or cats but he seems to be dying for a good old scratch and the only connection is since he started wearing the jumper. Now he's not trying to pull the jumper off. He actually loves having the jumper on but I'm wondering could the heat be irritating him in some way? And thank you you're always so helpful. Um, this is a really interesting one, actually. I think it sounds like our listener has kind of dealt with the main, the main usual things, let's say, making sure that we're up to date with the fee external parasites, um, because that's the main cause of itching that we would see commonly in dogs and cats. Um, it's possible that if all this started around the time that the jumper started going on, it could be two things. It could be very much like ourselves. We can be a little bit sensitive to certain fabrics and they can cause us to itch and scratch a little bit. Um, so if it's a particular jacket that you pop on them and you notice it's much worse after one type of jumper than another, um, then it could just be a little bit of skin sensitivity to the fabric or it might be a little itchy or scratchy. And once they're released from it, they feel like they need to give their, their hair a good rustle um, so they feel normal again. It could indeed be the heat. I think one word of warning I would say is just be mindful of the ambient temperature within the house. Most dogs, unless they are unless they are very thin-skinned, very slim, um, or older and frail, if they're in a, a kind of an ambient temperature that we would find really comfortable. So if you're walking around your house in your normal clothes, you're not putting on big fleecy jumpers or anything like that to keep warm, your dog is 
probably okay without a jacket. Now, this is a very kind of personal thing, depending on the age and type of dog. But sometimes if there's a lot of heat, they may be quite good at, let's say, not trying to tear the jumper off. But sometimes that's because they might not know how to get it off as such. So just watch them carefully for the signs of overheating, let's say, panting, heavy breathing. Um, they will be major signals that it might be time to take the jumper off. And it's too hot because, the, yeah, the, yeah. Heat, the central heating is on and our houses are so exactly. much warmer now, yeah. And we have exactly. the sense to know oh, we can just take off a layer whereas a, a dog doesn't. Okay, exactly. uh, Philomena, my 15-year-old palm keeps clearing her throat. What could I give her? I'm told it's wear and tear of the vocal cords. Is there anything I can do to give her some kind of relief? Hmm. So with this, in uh, an older small breed dog, sometimes we do see what, what I assume kind of sounds like wear and tear. Sometimes we can see some changes within the windpipe and how flexible it is, and that can kind of provoke a little bit of a cough. Sometimes it's something and nothing, and it might happen very, very occasionally and not be really a clinical problem that's bothering the dog. But if it's happening very frequently or if you notice it's happening a little bit more than usual, it's best to just pop back to your vet and kind of make them aware of the frequency at which, at when it's happening. There are medications that we can use to reduce kind of a cough reflex, but it's really important that as, as vets, we, we know not to jump straight to, let's say, just stopping the cough, because sometimes the cough actually has a function. So our bodies are hardwired to cough if we're trying to get something up from our lungs, like a little bit of phlegm or if we have an infection. So it's just really important to visit your vet if you've noticed this increase so that they can rule out any kind of infection within the lungs or any phlegm buildup. Um, and if it does sound like it's bothering your dog, they may be able to help you out with some cough suppressants. Okay. Hi, I have a 10-year-old overweight female dog. She absolutely loves her food. She's a Shih Tzu breed. Any ideas on how to get her to lose the weight? Not not good, yeah. obviously, because that's a small breed dog, isn't it? Exactly. And I think well done for to our owner for first, A, recognising that their dog is overweight. Because I think as, as humans now, we're so used to seeing, let's say, overweight dogs. We're a little bit pre-programmed into thinking an overweight dog actually looks normal to us. So well done for realising that your dog is overweight um, and for wanting to take kind of solid action. What I would say is exercise is always helpful and it'll definitely help to speed up the metabolism and to burn off some calories. But really, the work is is done with the food. Um, 80% of weight loss will be what, what goes into the mouth. Um, so it's really important to kind of take a, a structured approach to it. As a standard for, let's say, a, a standard dog who's carrying a few extra pounds, I normally advise reducing down their their food by somewhere between 15 to 20%. Um, but that's very dependent on how overweight your dog is and also other lifestyle factors. So what I would suggest is if your local vet has a weight management clinic or has a nurse or, or themselves are interested in Is there in such a thing? Clinic, <laughs> yeah, we we run weight clinics, for example. Um, so yeah, we, a lot of time it's really helpful for us to weigh the weigh the patient, but also assess his body condition because very much okay. like us, sometimes we can be a little bit flabby or we can be made of muscle, and that affects our weight a lot. So it's really important to get a solid plan. So rather than going a hit and miss option and just reducing things down a little bit, I'd say go a bit more scientific. Speak to your vet, and they'll be able to help you out and give you lots of kind of hints and tricks for how to how to improve the situation and make the weight losses. But the best mm-hmm. thing. You, you can do for a 10 year old dog get her to yeah. lose the weight yeah get yeah. her to lose the weight it's really okay. going to help long term he, here's one of these really interesting ones hi Patricia and Jane could you please ask Jane about an issue that has just developed with my dog we recently got a new dishwasher and my dog is absolutely terrified of the beep 
that the dishwasher makes when you press to turn it on or when it switches off. It's so bad now that if you even just to go to put your hand on the door of the dishwasher to open it, she's gone, bolted out of the kitchen. I'll find her hiding behind the couch. I'll find her hiding upstairs where she refused to come back into the kitchen. What's going on there? Oh, bless her. <laughs> she's just very sensitive. It's probably, if she's had this new dishwasher, um, it's a sound she's probably never heard before and it might be at a very different frequency to what she's encountered with the normal kind of beeps and buzzes around the appliances in the house. Um, it just sounds like she's maybe a little bit sensitive to this particular noise. Time will probably help a lot. Habituation, so knowing that when the buzzer is pressed and nothing bad will happen, will help a lot. But sometimes desensitising. So um, distraction is a really good one. If you've got a nice tasty treat inside of the kitchen or maybe a little bit further away from the kitchen until she gets a little bit more used to the noise, give her that just before you pop the dishwasher on. And she may just have a little bit of distraction and realise that actually, you know what, every day when they turn on the dishwasher, I get a treat. And may get to the point where they don't mind so much and they're actually lining up for lining up for a snack. But I think the main thing is if they have somewhere kind of nice and quiet and relaxed to to, to kind of run off to where it happens and just make sure they're secure so that if she is very, very nervous, she doesn't run outside and, and bolt away. Um, and, and I think things will help a lot with time. I think time will really probably solve this. Um, as soon as she knows that nothing bad's going to happen, she'll probably relax a lot more. Okay. All right. We'll talk next week, which will be our last one, I think, before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we normally do our, where we do the do's and don'ts around Christmas. So that's a, it's an important one. Jane, have a good week and we'll chat next Thursday. Thanks for that. Thank Thank Bye-bye. You. That is Jane Pickett of the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.